It's Tuesday already. Kyle's had 17 cups of coffee by the time I even showed up on the live stream today. We're talking about GM's growing workforce 2024, minority dealer growth, and carless communities. Kind of. Carless Carlos communities, kind of. We're going to spell kind of. Do we have to put a K for carless and a K for communities and then kind of? Oh, watch it. Wop, 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 dap, dap, dap. Slow down. <laughs> You're about to pet, get yourself pet, in trouble. Pet peeve moment. There is very There are very few things that annoy me more than those kinds of naming conventions. <laughs> You're like alliteration just uh, for the well. Heck of no, it no, 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 no. The alliteration's okay. fine. It's when you start switching out C's and K's. Right, and right, right. It, yeah. It's just. I mean, I guess there. Um, maybe there's an instance or two where it's fun, but it's always one of those things where I just kind of roll my eyes a little bit. But you like, get mad every time a Cars for Kids commercial comes over the what? over the radio stream. No, you know what Cars for Kids is? They don't spell with a K, do they? I thought they did. Okay, well, we'll give them a pass. Because it, it would just be bad form to, to have anything against an organization called Cars for Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's K-A-R. All right, all right. Well, that's one it. of the few that I like. Okay, okay. Fine. Sounds good. Uh, fact check me already. Hey, um, hey, we have a webinar coming up this week. We've been having a lot of fun with these quick shot webinars, right? These, these 25 to 30 minute webinars seem to be just hitting uh, really well. The pace is right. The conversation's right. And we have one coming up on August 9th at 2 p.m., which is tomorrow, by the way. Uh, toll management of dealer's journey with connection. So uh, just talking about the effects of, of tolling and how dealers can manage that better. And uh, yeah, our friends uh, are going to help us get that done in 30 minutes or less. You're going to show up. Hey, we also, thing, we also have a go. new show. We have a new show. But the gentleman, if you don't know him, his name is Daniel Gover. And this dude... <laughs> He comes in hot. Uh, so we are, we've uh, launched the wheelhouse. It'll be debuting today at 1 p.m. on all the platforms. I didn't if even you know that was today. I'm so check. excited. Oh, my goodness. It's unbelievable, this show. You're going to want to check it out. If you can't catch it at 1 p.m. Eastern, you can catch it wherever your podcasts are found. It's called the Asotu Wheelhouse. Uh, make sure and jump on that because it is a riot. So basically, there's a bunch of people. Kyle and I show up to this thing with our hats backwards already. Um, and we have to bring out the fire extinguisher because Daniel uh, can can heat up a little bit. So uh, I'm going to have to hose him off every once in a while. Yep. <laughs> all right, let's get into some news. Get some, oh, we have to mention a SodaCon. Sorry for all the announcements. There's Sorry just a lot. That. There's a lot going on around here. All right. We're about to release a More Than Cars episode. We're about to film another one. We just filmed one. We're talks for five. It's... It's busy, but we are having a SodaCon. We want you to join us in September. We, we've started the best part of the whole event, which is ordering the swag. The swag bag's going to be Ooh. off the chain this year. We're going to have all kinds it's of good stuff for you. Uh, September Come 26th, for the swag, 27th. Stay for the speakers. You know what I mean? Come for the <laughs> yeah, swag. Right. Stay for the speakers. Look at that alliteration. Oh, no here we go. Yeah, show. there's nothing you can report with it. As. All right, let's get into some news. We're all sideways on Tuesday already. <laughs> uh, amid the uh, industry's move toward electric vehicles, GM is pledging to increase its workforce by 2024. The commitment emerges uh, in the backdrop of contract discussions, obviously, with the UAW and all these apprehensions about like our EVs going to require less workers, which is, you know, kind of 
uh, raises the temperature in contract negotiations. Well, GM manufacturing chief Gerald Johnson said on Friday he doesn't agree that they'll need less workers for EV production, despite Ford's statements last year, not helpful, that EVs would require 40% less workers. So it sounds like that's a statement that got shareholders really excited. The stock price probably went up when they said that. And now right. it's contract negotiation times. So I was like, well. Like, well, so we're saving this money so that we can have it for the other people we need to hire. And so, you know, just don't worry about Ford and we're going to hire some people. We're going to make it easier for everybody. Um, yeah. yeah. This, this is, is like the old, like, and over here. Well, no, over here. Well, over here. No, look over here. No you more. Know, no less. No less. No more. No really more people. Less people. More money. Less work. More people. Less kudos money. To G- kudos to GM. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think pressing into a workforce saying you're going to hire more people uh, is is always good, you know, uh, like more jobs. Well, that means they're going to be produced. They're planning yep. on producing more cars, too. Why not? Let's go. They should. <laughs> All right. They that's should. just they a, got a sweet platform. That's just our little update on the. Uh, the soap opera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Speaking of growth, so- more people Segway. growth. Shift it here for a second. This for is the, a good story. For the first time in more than a decade, the U.S. auto industry has seen a significant rise in minority-owned dealerships, with Stellantis and General Motors both leading the charge. Uh, so in 2022, there were 110 new minority-owned stores, uh, reflecting a growing emphasis on diversity in the auto sector. So Stellantis added 32, um, and GM added 26. And uh, minority dealer numbers have really been recovering since the 08-09 recession, which hit them uh, specifically hard. Um, when they dropped from 1,800 in 2005 to just 875 in 2011. Yeah, wow, wow, that is that is full-on drop. Hard to recover from something like that. You know, we were at, I can't wait uh, for NAMAD this year. Last year we were at NAMAD. You were at it two years ago. And I love seeing these, these OEMs that stand up in that room and are just proud about the work that they have done, that they are doing, and that they're committing to doing. And GM and Stellantis, like they, they showed up for na- the name out event. And I'm, I, have an, I have a feeling they're going to show up again oh, this yeah. year. Um, they're committed to this work. And the fact that like we've got a quote here from Damon Lester, who's a good friend of uh, and family of a SODU um, and uh previous president of NAMAD, now the vice chair of uh, the organization said, as leadership continues to stay stable, meaning the presidents and CEOs of those entities have not switched hands or retirements or things like that, we do tend to uh, fare well when that happens. So the longevity, the understanding at the executive level that it's an important thing to see minority dealer growth. And this this is my favorite part is they're seeing like these dealerships be extremely successful, right? Cause they're, they're in places that make sense based on the community. The leaders are dialed in, they want to succeed. Um, so to, to, to Stellantis and GM, like keep doing what you're doing. You know? Yeah. So GM has started the minority dealer initiative in night back in 1972. That's before both you and I wow. were around. Uh, the oh, company yeah. highlighted um, basically that, the accomplishments in this isn't just like a social action. Like these dealers are performing better than a lot of other dealers and they want to continue right. to attract highly qualified candidates. And a funny thing happens, like you, like you said, you and I had been around the name out event and um, there's something that happens when somebody is hungry and there's a community that comes around them to support them. I think that's why they're seeing these just like outpaced performance numbers because 
you want it so bad. And when you want it really bad, funny Absolutely. thing is, even if you're new to the party, even if you're an inexperienced, you don't have like the legacy of generational dealership um, experience, it's fun to watch them actually crush it. I mean, look at Damon Lester. Right? Absolutely. He was on the Two outside. years into being a dealer, never been in the retail side of the business and doing great. And you see, I mean, we we interviewed so so many last year at, at NAMAD that are like, first time dealers or got their shot and are just taking off acquiring stores, growing their dealerships. Um, got the Damien Mills, the Mike Terry's Julie Herrera's like, get yeah. it done, man, get it done. It's a fun story to report on. I tried to grab Damon because uh, I, I pinged him earlier. I was like, Hey, you want to come on the show and talk about this? But he was about to get on a plane. So we'll, we'll have him next time. We'll have him next time. Well, speaking of attracting new people, segway or repelling people, Ah, <laughs> oh, see, there's a there's a community in Arizona uh, called Cul-de-Sac Tempe that is a, attempting to attract uh, a new kind of owner. They're pioneering a car-free community or close to it. It's now open and it offers a very unique urban style experience. Basically, it is designed centered around the idea that everything necessary to live, work, socialize without needing a vehicle is right there. Uh, so it's got gyms, restaurants, co-working spaces. Uh, it all is uh, built around sustainable living lifestyles that are all in the sustainable kind of like progressive lifestyle um, and, and the desire to connect the neighborhood and not just make it super transient. Like they want people to walk. They want people to be engaged with their community, go to meals with, with people around. Um, it's interesting because they do have access to things like e-bikes and then discounts on lift rides. And some car rentals as, as well. Like if you got to get out, if you got to move a little bit further, they've got that. So it's not a completely car-free community, uh, but the majority is car-free. And uh, it's all apartment-based. The, the the apartments range anywhere from 1300 to 3200 from a one-bedroom to a three-bedroom. So it's not like super low cost of living, um, but, you know, it's a cool engagement. I have so many I call questions. It, I call it this. I call it this, you know advertising like you're nashville but you ain't what <laughs> <laughs> i don't oh i have so many questions so first of all to me personally it sounds like a nightmare um i love my car i love driving around i love going places i love the experience of getting in my car and go somewhere everybody's not the same i totally get it it'd be fun to vacation in a place like this sure right where oh, you don't need a car a also other question i looked at the pictures i didn't see a lot of children you know what I mean? So that's either a no, pro or a con. No, right? it's it's absolutely like a young working, you know, couple or working single. Yep. That's I mean, it's it's Remote urban work. life, right? I mean, you go downtown Nashville, like good luck finding, you know, a 38 to 42 year old couple with their kids in a stroller. Yes, right. That's just absolutely. not the that's, it's not the mode. But, but um, I'm sure you get the benefits. You get the benefit of not being around the noise and the traffic's probably much quieter. Uh, it's probably yeah. much safer, frankly. But one thing's for sure, it's not much cooler. Uh, I did a little search on the, the forecast in Tempe, Arizona for the next five days, and oh it's like 107, 108, 110, 112, 113. Who wants to Ooh. be outside anyway? <laughs> Listen, look, John Foley's like, basically, this is the Benjamin Button town, right? He said it's a retirement community. Oh, <laughs> it's a future, future retirees community. Hey, we're hating on it a little bit. We're, but, old but souls I, out there in Tempe, old souls. I bet if we visited, we'd be like, this is really nice, but I yes. still want my car. 
There you go. Uh, well, look, obviously, we're a little biased. We love the cars. We love moving we about. Love we hope you move around today. We hope you get some stuff done. Care about the people that are in your charge. And you know what? You should join us at a SotoCon. Did we mention that? I think we did. 